0: Hi, everyone. Um, welcome to another episode of Highlighting Greatness. My name is Pasayo, and I'm very, very excited to bring to you uh, an interview that I'm, again, excited about. This is someone that I consider uh, a sister. And without further ado, uh, please welcome Chi Chi to, to the Hello. podcast hello everyone how are you doing hi so chichi um we've known each other for for quite a while we go back <laughs> um yeah. why don't we just start by just I'll, I'll i'll just explain how i how we met i think it was in church. it had to be in church and uh yeah. and i mean i i met bj first bj is your husband everyone knows bj but uh, funny guy <laughs> um and then by the time we met i think we just connected over pharmacy
1: right yeah.
0: and uh yeah. from there you know you've been really like just a big sister to me uh been able to be really helpful whenever i had issues whatever whether it was questions calling you and you were just always very accessible very um Aww very open so that's why that's why i'm just excited about this because there's so much that i've learned from you over the years and i'm excited to just bring that out and um kind of thank uh just put it out there a little bit
2: and i'm honored to be on your show look <laughs> at you doing great things <laughs>
0: uh thank you thank you so why don't we just start off um just uh why don't you just tell us a little bit more about yourself who you are your
2: background okay well I'm Chi Chi which is short for Chi Ah, uh, my life is so broad. where do I start from so like he said I'm married I have two girls I am a pharmacist by profession and of course we met, we met at church so I am a Christian also which is very important to me uh, what else would you like to know I'm very driven you know I Whatever I want to achieve, I usually will go for it one hundred percent. So that's pretty much, and I'm I'm straightforward. <laughs> my yes is my yes, and my no is my no. And um, a lot of people come to me for advice mostly because of that, because they know I will tell them the truth, you know. And
1: yeah.
0: All right, and that's Thank you. you know that's uh that's kind of what I've seen over the years is that you're you know, very straightforward. <laughs> you give it to us just like it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's a good thing. <laughs> right. Oh. Um,
0: but you're, you're, very, you're very level-headed. You're very logical. Oh. Um, you, you. you know, I can call you just, you know, when I'm in the middle of something and I just need to, to talk to someone. And, you know, you're always there. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah, um, thank you. How did you, why don't you tell us a little bit about maybe even how you got into pharmacy?
1: Hmm.
2: So, how did I get into pharmacy? So, from when I was a kid, you know, uh, I loved taking medications when I was a kid. So, I was one of those weird kids. You know how, like, most people they don't like taking pills and all that when they're kids? Yeah. Um, But I was so scared of injections, like shots. <laughs> so... Um, as a result, I'll rather take a field than take a shot. So that just grew my curiosity. Um, fast forward years later, when I moved over here, um Houston, Texas. So it was really at first I was gonna do nursing. I actually enrolled for a CNA class, you know, um like a nurse assistant course. I actually got my certificate, and then while working, I was like, wow this is not for me, (laughs) you know. Um, So I went back to, you know, what I'm used to, which is a pharmacy. But I think the challenge for me at that time was that I noticed it was going to take me a lot of years to accomplish. It was risky because you really will have nothing to show for it until you get to the end. So you have to be like, either you're all in or you're all out. There was no halfway, you know, so yeah. That's how I got into pharmacy, of course. Uh, it took me seven years to do the program because I had to do the pre-pharmacy. And then I went on to do the pharmacy. And then after that, years, started working. And then years later, I went back to do a residency, which I could have done when I first got out. But I had met my husband in college. He had waited a long time. And so to me, it was almost like, residency or getting married to my husband. So I kind of had to pick one. Well, right. it wasn't like I had to pick one. He didn't make me pick one, but I just felt like that was more important at that stage right. of my life choosing family. So I did that and eventually went back to residency.
0: And and that's that's amazing because um, you're, you're a wife, as you, as you mentioned, you're a mother of two and you're a professional um which is why i really wanted to get you on here because you've been able
1: to
0: you've been able to balance a lot you know all of that really um why don't you tell us what and and still kind of stay humble you you stay humble you stay um accessible you know you don't you don't you don't give up an air of you know um of, of 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 you know pride or anything like that to where you know people like myself <laughs> can still come and say hey big sis
1: this
0: and this and this is happening you know um how, how is it that you've been able to kind of stay grounded i guess that's one thing that i that again i do admire about you as accomplished as i see you and as accomplished as a lot of people see you um to have a family life a really great family life with your family your mm-hmm. husband your two kids um and happy birthday i know today was your daughter <laughs> your younger daughter's birthday happy birthday to her yeah
1: thank you um
0: you Just were able finish. to like, like even <laughs> this right this is this is what i'm talking about you know you you had your your, your daughter's birthday party earlier
1: today i didn't yes. even know
0: about that but you Thanks. still were able to take time out you know to yes to do this with me like that's awesome like not a lot of people would do that you know
2: oh well I think it's all about planning I think once you plan life yes life is going to throw surprises and challenges sometimes everything can't be perfect but I think what has helped me so far is planning and um, priorities so in my life I have priorities and so whenever something comes up I'm able to either move things up the list or down the list. And for me, of course, first is God, but after that is my family and then my profession. So so for me, family will always come first. Like I always said, if I have to give up my profession for my child, I will do that because they come first to me, obviously. But then again, just because you're a mom, I feel like, you can also do other things with your life you don't have to lose who you are the core your core values and you know just your dreams as a little girl just because you're married doesn't mean you have to give up all of that you might have to give up a few if i'm being honest (laughs) but but, um i just feel like as a woman you can still be whatever you want to be you can still pursue your dreams
0: and that's amazing uh because that is what i've seen you do over and over and over again right like um i remember you know when when you called me initially and you told me that you know you had aspirations you wanted to kind of pivot a little bit in your in in your career and you know you were thinking about going for a residency and which for for those who are not you know in pharmacy um a lot of times, a residency is done after graduation. You know, it could be one years. It can be it can be two years long. Um, and at that point, you had been you had been a pharmacist. You had been working how? Uh, oh, yeah. How long? How long at that point you had been out of school?
1: Eight years. <laughs> uh,
0: eight years. Eight you years. know. So <laughs> here you were. You know, a veteran. You know, <laughs> eight years in uh, in a great career, right? It was yeah. already a great career, you know, and yep. a lot of people, what I admired about you is that a lot of people are, would, are just, are, are would be satisfied and just, you know, hey, you've done yeah. well, you've mm-hmm. come a long way, you've accomplished a lot, you have a great job, but mm-hmm. you, you felt like, hey, there's something else that you wanted to get into you know um, that drive you know that you mentioned earlier how do you how do you how do you harness that you know even though you have all these other priorities your your family your children um but you're still wanting to to achieve those dreams that you had initially of hey you know what i still want to do this like How is it that you're able to still do that whereas you know there are people that don't have all those and they're still not pursuing their dreams to that level
2: i think ultimately comes to what you want out of life so as a little girl i had dreams you know and one thing my dad always told me growing up was never all we're
0: back with uh this second part of this interview and so we were asking we were getting into just talking about how you even though you're a mother you're a wife you your your family is your priority you're still going for your dreams in your career Mm -hmm. and things like that um why don't you tell us a little bit more about how you're able to kind of balance all of that
2: Well, I mean, I guess for me personally, I believe that it's all about what you want in life. So since I was a kid, every kid, I assume, has dreams. Um, I had dreams of at least what I wanted to be when I grew up or how I pictured my life. And being that I was an only girl with um, three brothers, my dad, I, I usually faced, You know comments that people made about, oh, you're you're just a girl, you know, all you have to do is grow up and get married. So my dad would constantly instill in me that even though you're a female, you can still achieve whatever you wanted to. So it was something he constantly reminded me of and treated me the same, like he would treat my brothers. And always told me, even though you get married, still pursue your dreams, still be who you want to be. And I believe that the minute you give up on your dreams... Then you start dying a little bit inside of you. Wow! So I think it's important to pursue what you want. Yes, there are sometimes you might have to cut your dreams a little bit back sometimes, but just giving up altogether is not acceptable, as far as I'm concerned.
0: That's awesome. That's that's amazing um, because just culturally, uh, I understand some of the things mm-hmm. that women face. And even yeah. still today, you you hear people that still say that to this day.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. But that's awesome. And so you had that instilled in you, you know, from an early yes. age by from yes. your dad. And that's just, you know, what you've, what what what's helped you. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about, I guess, your journey even like with that, you know, and some of the obstacles maybe that you faced along the way. Um just t- so far so till, till now and how you overcame them
2: so of course the first one i can remember was when i decided to come here to school um, my parents didn't have a lot of money i think i mean they just had like a portion of my first of my tuition i think maybe the first and the second year when i was leaving and so the first struggle i had was financial so when I came here, I realized a lot of scholarships. I couldn't qualify for a lot of them because I came in as an international student. But the few that were available, I realized that if I studied hard and got good GPAs and um, you know, was part of a lot of other things in school, I would qualify and that would give me institution. So of course, that's what I did. So while I was still working on campus, while I was in school, I got some scholarships that made me qualify to be able to pay institution. So that was the first major challenge that I had and that was how I dealt with it. And so of course, with you know, me working on, cap- on campus and like whatever I could get from home, I was able to get through school, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to do nursing at first because it was shorter, you know, but eventually I had to tell myself it's all or nothing. And sometimes you have to be able to pursue your dreams and realize that if I fail, I haven't really lost anything at all in the first place. So you have to be able to give it all you have and just pray that God makes it the best, you know. And so that was the first challenge. second challenge was getting into pharmacy school. It was really difficult. Um, It wasn't just about GPAs, but that was like one of the most important parts of it getting and then I had to work also as a student so it was kind of difficult being able to be in all these committees I was a treasurer I was like so many other positions while I was in school you know just trying to be able to have a balanced life and then while I was in school I met my husband in college (laughs) so I think that was not enough now I had to balance getting a, a GPA that was not less than 3.9, 3.9, and then I had to somehow maintain a relationship like with the guy I was gonna get married to, and then you know, work on campus to help with finances. So it was a lot, but I just kept pushing on. There were some hard days, but hey, I had friends that were supportive that's really important. Friends who accept you for who you are, who don't try to make you somebody else, friends that you can call on, and so. I've had a lot of people support me, I'll tell you that much. It wasn't something I did by myself, you know. I had people who would encourage me, you know. So that's a big part of my journey. And then, of course, I had my husband who was so supportive. Well, then he wasn't my husband, but he was um, supportive too, you know. He was willing to wait five years for me to finish school. So not many men would do that because um, that was another important part of it. And then after school, the next challenge was getting a job. Uh, So it wasn't as difficult as it is now. But, of course, because I was in so many organizations in school, I had contacted a lot of the people that would come and recruit from school. They already knew me because, you know, I was part of the officials, like you call it right now. So I was able to get a job, and that's how I started working as a pharmacist. But then... At the same time, I got married the same year that I graduated. So, because of course, it was something I also wanted to do for a long time. So I tried to focus on that, building a family and having kids while not letting go of my career and still being able to be on my A game. So it wasn't really easy, but balancing both of them was kind of difficult. And then when I felt like, okay, I had my kids, I decided to go ahead and pursue residency, even though so many people told me it was impossible because I had been out of school for so long. So that's a summary of my All journey. Right.
0: right, and that's that's amazing. You know, you, you mentioned having a good support system. Um, yes. Initially, you even mentioned finding, getting information when you were uh, about the your financial, you know, the financial struggles initially of how do you pay for your education, but you got yes. informed about, there are these different scholarships available that can help you qualify for in-state tuition and you know assist in that way so you you researched you got that information and you were able to put it to good use and that helped having a good supporting system you know and then just still balancing you know even after you get out of there still you know um you graduated but getting a job you were able to Pull on some of the resources and the networking
1: mm-hmm. that
0: you were part of, as you know, yes, in your organizations to help you, which I think is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but but then now you're we you know pivot into getting a residency. and <laughs> Let's talk about that <laughs> for a little bit. I we mentioned that yeah. earlier, but yeah, you you just said not a lot of people supported you in that, or, or, or even really understood why you were doing it. Why don't you, and for those that don't, that aren't aware, like I mentioned earlier, residency is a postgraduate year training that can be either one or two years. And you went for it after you were out of, many people go after, go you know, get into it right after they graduate, yes. right? Yes. And uh, a lot of times it, it helps you get into clinical positions, Um, you had graduated and had been working already for about eight years.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: What got you to, I remember that time when you called me and (laughs) I do remember that conversation and you were talking And again, goes back to um, one of the things that we have in common is that we're both driven. You know, why don't you tell us what made you even start thinking about getting a residency and going for that in the first place?
2: Hmm. So even, even had, though,
0: <laughs> even though it's difficult, even though,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, uh, um, even though it, it'd be challenging and you would be leaving kind of your comfort yeah. zone and all this stuff.
2: Yeah. So when I first started practicing, I practiced in the retail and managed care areas of health care. Um, when I did retail, I felt like I didn't use everything I was taught in school. Uh, I'm, I have a very curious mind. <laughs> My husband would tell you that um, when you say one thing to me, I imagine seven different ways that could happen. Um, it could be a good and a bad thing because <laughs> you can some people say I'm a deep thinker so sometimes I felt like I just wanted more. you know I was bored let me just put it like that. I was bored not because. Because there wasn't there were challenges but i just always wanted to know more and so that quest and then i had goals in life that i felt like i had put on pause to have a family obviously and i felt like doing a residency Would help me get to where I'm still on a journey, obviously, um, to help me get to where I really want to get to. And then pharmacy as an industry is really considered right now. And being that I had already been out of school a couple of years, I felt like residency would be a faster track. I mean, I could have gone to just work some more years and gotten some more experience in different areas of pharmacy, because pharmacy has so many different areas, obviously. But I decided to go. What people would say is the hard way. But I feel like even though something's difficult, if you look at the benefits you're gonna get, if it's worth it, then do it. You know. So I felt like it was a shorter route for me to accomplish my goals, even though it was a more difficult route. And so I had to (laughs) pretty much tour between Houston and um, Corpus Christi. I was going back and forth. You know, it was tough for me as a mom because I didn't, you know, I'm usually always with my kids, but I wasn't always with them. It was really tough, but I had to keep reminding myself of the goals. And then I had to catch up on all the things that I had knowledge and things I hadn't used in years. So, yes, yeah, some days I would maybe go to work at 6 a.m. I wouldn't get back till like 11 p.m. I mean, sorry, residency, yeah, which is like, which is like work and, and school at the same time. You know, so sometimes, you know, it'll take me like I'll be there all day working or, you know, practicing and yeah, it was it was one of the most difficult things I've ever done. So but I went for it.
0: No. For for people that don't that may not realize or understand the rigors of a residency or really the strain of a residency um we're back uh apologize we were having tough technical difficulties
1: yeah
0: but you had just uh you had just explained how challenging that year was doing a residency and um yes. i was trying to explain it because i understand it even though i didn't do a residency mm-hmm. in my profession as a pharmacist i understand what it is um and i was just kind of giving a background for our non-pharmacy listeners um Mm -hmm. to to kind of the rigors of it you know um you're basically working maybe sometimes 12 16 hour days at this residency where it's super intensive it's really challenging Uh, uh you were still keeping your job and on a part-time prn basis Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you were shuffling between houston and corpus which is what about three hours or so
2: about three and a half yeah
0: yeah Mm -hmm. um still having you know still taking care of your kids and you know taking care of the home front and all of that stuff while you know doing all this for a massive massive pay cut Oh yes. <laughs> right. Maybe maybe something like a quarter of what you were Broke making that. before. Yeah. Um, which and I and I remember there were there were times <laughs> that you would call me and you were just going through it. You know, yeah. you were, it was uh, it was difficult. It was challenging and you would call me expressing to me, you know, just <laughs> how you, you know, you you hated that you were away from 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 home, family. Your, your family, your kids. Uh, um, yeah. you, you, you were mm-hmm. still having to work, uh, mm-hmm. at your previous job, at your, you, you're still at that job. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, right.
0: and all I can do, I couldn't really help too much, except mm-hmm. just try to encourage you to hang in there. Hey, it's, it's almost, it's almost over. You're going to get through it. You're going to, and I know, yeah. I remember you would even call me and say, <laughs> oh, well, I've got this next, this next, uh, <laughs> rotation or whatever and it's super challenging, you know, people didn't pass, you know, this and that, and I would say, no, Mm -hmm. just just stay focused, you got this, you got this. How did you get through that very challenging period, you know?
2: Well, I'll say that's where my faith in God came in. I have to tell you that, because that was the same year my dad lost, my um, husband lost his dad. Wow. And I had to move my kids to a new school. Wow. And... (laughs) and i oh man that was a tough year but um the first year was tough here but um i don't know that i I got through it through god that's what i was saying because i don't know how else i could have made it there were days i was crying there were days i was just like i know (laughs) you know but i got through it the most important thing is pushing your dreams i told myself i'm gonna do this and i just decided to put my fear aside and pursue it right and i told myself it's see that i feel doing it or i get it done and sometimes in life that's all you need to do is just take a step of faith you know
0: right that's it <laughs> right the great american poet by the name of 50 cent once said get rich or die trying
2: <laughs> that's right Well, not it. (laughs) I mean, like pursue your dreams. If you really want it bad, you pursue it. You might not succeed, but at least you you won't have to regret that you didn't try. You know,
0: right? How do you? How do you stay? And even now that you're on the other side of that, and you know, I know you mentioned earlier that yes, it's still you're still on your journey. How do you stay? Mm -hmm. How do you keep that hunger? How do you keep that? You know, kind of mindset where you're not, you're not complacent. You're not just satisfied with, you know, what maybe many other people would be satisfied with. Hey, you're you're a pharmacist. Hey, you got a good job. Hey, it's it's paying well. Hey, you know this and that. <laughs> be satisfied. Shut up and just <laughs> be satisfied. Right.
2: A lot of people told me that too before I went to do residency. A lot of people thought I was crazy. Because, you know, I was in a good place, too. Um, I just think it's about you. What do you want? So in terms of being complacent, it's really, like, easy to just relax. But I always say, what do you want and how bad do you want it? Are you comfortable enough to give up on your dreams and comfortable enough that... Are you willing to live with the regret? I just don't want to wake up one day and be like, I wish. I think that's one of my biggest fears just feeling like i never got to do what i always wanted to do i just feel like that's worse than failing right even with regret for me that's that's worse so the fear of living in regret is what pushes me every day
0: and that's that's awesome and that's something that you know it's kind of, it's almost become cliche when you hear people say it, you know, maybe people that are, you know, retired or, you know, under deathbeds and they're like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. follow this, you know, if you want to follow your dreams, do it, you know, don't, you know, they regret X, Y, and Z and, you know, but that is true, you know, you, if you don't go for it and
1: yeah.
0: even if you fail, but you never went for it, you won't know,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. right?
0: and um that's amazing that's absolutely amazing that you you've been able to push through that way what are um maybe be, without getting so so specific what are some of the other i guess things that you want to check off your your nice. your
1: bucket
0: <laughs> your bucket list you know go what are what are some of your few uh some some endeavors that you're still wanting to because at this point you're <laughs> you're we we always joke with each other who's older who's not <laughs> are you old? but, uh, <laughs> okay but you're you know no you're 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 married you have children yeah. you have a great family life you're a professional you're you're pursuing what you want in your profession and in your career what are, what yeah. what what else is there at this point you know for uh someone like yourself that's seemingly has accomplished all these things already not just seemingly you have accomplished all these.
2: well i mean i still have a lot of dreams that i haven't checked off so one of them is traveling which i started doing little by little it's always been my dream to travel i mean i've started it but you know i had to cut back a little bit on that another thing is i love food if you know me i love food so i have to figure out a way to get into that somewhat Um, Another thing I'm very passionate about is I'm big on charities, like um, most especially charities that cater to the basic needs of people. And so someday I hope to get more into that. Um, Actually, that's one of the things I'm really passionate about. I just need to figure out a way to balance everything, you know. Um, right. Obviously, I don't want to ever give up being a pharmacist because I love being a pharmacist, but I have to figure out a way to put
0: everything together. That's awesome. Funny funny um you mentioned travel. I remember, you know, some time ago when me and you were talking and uh Mm -hmm. your baby came in the room. (laughs) (laughs) You remember that? Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. And
0: she said um what did she say? She said mommy like we need to we need a vacation. I need to go on vacation
2: (laughs) i know yeah and vacation said, is part of my family that's like a that's like a normal yeah that's a normal thing even the kids know it
0: right that's awesome and i i said hey um that's right me and me and grace and you, <laughs> <laughs> just for that for this uh, moment just adopt me and take <laughs> me with you all and let's all go traveling Oh uh, Lord, but sad. uh
1: no that
0: that's awesome you know that's that's amazing and obviously you're 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 doing all of this stuff what are what are some of the things you you mentioned giving back and you mentioned um you know kind of volunteering can you tell us and i know you've gotten into that a little bit because that's something that you're passionate about
1: yes
0: can you can you tell us a little bit about some of the things that you you have volunteered in and ways that you have you know kind of done that a little bit
2: so i mean (laughs) volunteer <laughs> in so many places, but I think most of the places you will find me volunteering are places that either have to do with food, water, and shelter, or healthcare. Yeah. But for me, I just, the reason I'm just passionate about thing, um, the basic needs of life is just because I know where I'm coming from, okay? I have seen people in me. I know what it feels like for someone not to have, not necessarily because I haven't had like them, but you know, when when you grow up around people who have been in need, you tend to hear their stories. You tend to know what they're talking about and the complaints they have. So that's big on my mind. And I feel like just sometimes we take what we have for granted. You think your position is bad, but there's someone in a far worse position than you are in. So for me, it's just something I'm really, really passionate about. And when I'm not able to volunteer, you know, there are other ways you can help, like maybe give some money. Or, right. But time is like the most valuable thing as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, I have um, volunteered in maybe church organizations. Um, a lot of like <laughs> so many of them. I don't even know where to start. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm big on.
0: I know you've uh, mentioned to me, you know, in the past that you, you also, you, you mentor um, younger, younger women and things like that, which Mm is, which is why I really wanted to get you on here because, and I told you, the the thing about, (laughs) the thing about, you know, you is you're really humble. Again, you're down to earth, (laughs) you're grounded, you know. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, I was telling you some time ago how, no, like, there are people like even myself, who look up to you because you have accomplished these things that I want to get to, you know, you. Um, and if I'm, you know, if I'm saying that, I can imagine there are many other people that are saying that as well, you know, you're, you, you're you married, you're, you're a mother, you have two beautiful daughters, you've gone through your, edu- you know, your schooling, you're, you know, well educated you're a professional woman career driven as well your 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 faith is important to you you didn't let go of any of that your your charity is important to you and volunteering and giving back that's important to you you're also pouring into the lives of younger women you know and that's why i wanted to really (laughs) um sit down with you because i was when i was telling you this early you know some time back that hey look like so some people you might you might be that that figure that they're looking at you know in the flesh of wow you know she did this she did that you know and you don't even see it that way <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was
2: like oh who is he talking about <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: you don't even see it that way right. but you know what like no that's that's awesome you know um what is it that you can i guess kind of how how is it that you well how do you do that kind of mentoring just i guess on a general level for you know kind of younger people men women who are not where they might want to be you know as far as you know maybe relationship goals family goals their career their schooling you know they're still they're still working towards it you know and you that have that has been there how are you how are you how are you able to kind of inspire them i guess
2: well i mean of course i get a lot of um, young women and some older people who come to me and tell me oh you know i want to do this i want to do that nothing gives me more joy than seeing a woman with a dream makes me so happy when a woman has a dream because I just feel, and some people might say I'm a feminist, but it's just, I feel like a lot of women don't have people to encourage them or to look up to or they've been told all their lives oh, you're just a woman. You know, just focus on getting a man to marry you or (laughs) focus on that. While that is important, you know, depending on what you want in life, I also think that they're still people, they're humans, just like everybody else. They have dreams. You know, the same way you feel as a man in terms of towards your dreams is the same way some of these women feel. And they feel like they have to give that up to become what someone else wants them to be. And that can be, they might not vocalize it, but that can hurt. So when they come to me, I ask them if you were a little girl and you didn't have to worry about finances, you didn't have to worry about anything, what would you want to do? What would you want to be? Because sometimes our fears limit our dreams. And so when you tell me what you want to do without, if you had everything perfect, 100% perfect, then I'll say, let's break break down that goal into little bits of, um, little steps or, you know, that we can go by. So we say, maybe this is step one, step two, step three, step four. And I tell them, don't look at the big picture. Just look at those steps try to get step one done. Forget about two, three, four, five. Just do step one. If you can do step one, then maybe you can do two, three, and four. So I think the thing that holds a lot of women back is that we're looking at the big picture. How do I get this huge thing done? So no, just get step one done. So that's what I always tell them. And of course, encourage them, you know, that you can be anything, anything that you want to be. You know, so that's what I tell them.
0: That's awesome. Hey, what about the men? Can we get some encouragement here?
2: <laughs> you can. I mean, okay, you've called me about things before too, right? I yeah. mean, of course. As a man, I, I don't think I need to call you you can be whatever you want to be. But, I mean, yeah, men have, their, men have their challenges too. You know, they face a lot of pressures in life they're supposed to be, um, lead, they're supposed to supposedly be rich, (laughs) or have a lot of money, you know, there's all these stereotypes that men have to try to live up to most times. So yeah, it is difficult for men too, and as women, that's why we support you all, you know, and try to encourage you guys.
0: No, that's awesome, um, and that, that's amazing. So, if any, any young woman, young man wants to, (laughs) (laughs) Who <laughs> want uh, a mentor She she's a great one
2: she's i would say well of a friend <laughs> you want a friend yeah, <laughs> when you say no. mentor i look at you like whoa okay yeah but if you want a friend you can talk to yeah. ask questions of course
0: she, she's you humble think. um <laughs> no and and that's that's awesome because you know again that's part of why i reach out to you so much is because mm-hmm you are still grounded you are still humble you are still accessible you don't you don't you know carry yourself with this oh unapproachable air where you know you're you're, you're you know whatever where you feel so grandiose you're very grounded and um you know i i i, I value that and so many times again not just that, but the the insight that you have, really, how you're able to just really look at situations at a from a very logical <laughs> perspective.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, call it can, like it exactly, is.
0: Exactly. <laughs> you know, um, you can you can tell me things from you know a woman's perspective. You know, like if I'm having <laughs> <laughs> if I'm having girl problems and Jay Z doesn't feel bad from this, <laughs> i can call gg you would tell oh, me like it sense. is but you you know you're you're sweet about it <laughs> But like, you know um that's that's great how is it that and and i know that it's not just me you have there, there are other people that have that have that have come to you and have been able to really benefit from the great advice and the great just you know uh mm-hmm. insight that you're able to provide of hey This is Mm -hmm. this is the situation that you're in. You may not you may not be able to see it, but this Mm -hmm. is what is actually happening. This is why this person is doing this. This is why you're feeling this way. You know, Mm -hmm. this is why um that you know this and this is going on, whether at work or blah blah blah. You're able to kind of take, you know, come outside of the situation, look Mm -hmm. and really give a very, a very logical, you know, and um objective feedback very you know that 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 helps that's very helpful and a lot of times i'm like oh wow thank you i didn't even
1: <laughs> i didn't even
0: think about it like that
1: yeah
2: so growing up i used to play chess a lot so <laughs> so my dad and i played my dad taught me oh really i don't know how to play that yeah <laughs> so that's why dad...
0: that's why you're so smart because chess is oh. a smart man's <laughs> game <laughs>
2: that's funny So, like, my dad taught me how to, when you look at a situation, there's always so many different perspectives to it. And you have to be able to see every single perspective of it before you can judge a situation. And so whenever, you know, I'm in a situation, I ask myself, what was that person thinking? And that person's thought might be stupid to you, but it is their thought. And until you're able to look at another person's perspective, you're going to make a wrong decision or a wrong turn. So, But when you're able to consider every aspect of a situation, it helps you make a good judgment. So every time I try to step out of my emotions, Mm. it's hard, especially for me. (laughs) But, you know, I try my best to step out of my emotions and be like, what is this person feeling? What is this person thinking? doesn't necessarily make them right, but their thoughts and their feelings are valid.
0: Right.
2: And then in terms of like corporate world, you also want to look at if you were the boss, what would you do? Before you judge your boss, think about it. It's a business. Every move they make is a business move. And so if you can understand that, then you know how to,
0: how do they say? It? Play the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, that 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 that's 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 amazing. Just being able to be, um, to take yourself out of the situation <laughs> and consider it from someone else's perspective. Uh, but you're right. You know, uh, speaking about business, we we've talked a little bit about some business kind of things mm-hmm. that you know we've done and that's another thing mm-hmm. that I that I admire about you is that you're you're not just you know oh you're just a pharmacist no you also <laughs> you 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 you've done other things or you do other things beyond just yeah. that you know um
1: mm-hmm. that
0: are that are business savvy um and yeah. we've talked about a little bit of that i had a i had someone on my podcast earlier um that is also a pharmacist and You know i learned a lot from him about you know different things like investing real estate Mm -hmm. and from you as well you know we've talked about those types of things can we can you you mention just briefly some of you know your your (laughs) thoughts on some things like that
2: i mean i think real estate obviously like we have talked about is a big way to invest for the future long term so You know, um, not to go into a lot of details, I'm also passionate about that because I feel like property is one of the most stable things. Land property is one of the most stable things you can have. It might not be a very quick way to make profit, but it's a very good long-term investment. Um, I also believe in like buying stocks, bonds, but you have to be careful, obviously, what you invest in. So, yeah, it, that's a whole nother, like, big area. Oh, yeah. I mean, owning no a business, too. You know, I do that with my husband. So, you know, that's another thing. I feel like you should at least try to do something business-wise if you can. You know, not everybody's, and not everyone can do a business, but if you can, you know, start small. Um, You know, don't ignore little beginnings because they're, they're always the the you know the the seed for great things to germinate
1: from.
0: Right. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um again, like I said, I, I learn a lot from you. You're you're very insightful. <laughs> oh, you're not just Thank a pharma- you. you're not just oh a pharmacist, you're not just, you know, like, oh chi chi. No, you and people don't know that. <laughs>
1: uh
2: yeah, we don't want them to know that either. <laughs>
0: You're right. Forget that. We'll we'll edit this.
2: <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah.
0: But um, no, that's awesome. I'm I'm try- just uh-huh. trying to say that you're you're not you don't you don't fit into some stereotype of you're just this, uh-huh. you know. You're just that, you know. And at the same time, you mentioned food. You're a great cook.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I love food. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I live
1: to eat. <laughs> yeah. You know.
0: We've talked about some of that before as well. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I, I'm still upset that you know <laughs> you, you're gonna you put all the you post all these food pictures and, stuff
2: and uh, oh, that are coming by and well I, it's I usually first come my- first. Well, you're always late. I mean, there's people. My neighbors literally before. I, in fact, by the time they smell it, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to talk to BJ about it. You know? I'm gonna report to BJ. Uh, oh Lord,
2: he'll probably be fighting for the food. <laughs>
1: oh
0: man, no, that's oh. awesome. um mm-hmm. This is, this is amazing. Are there any, any last? You've, you've left us with just a lot of just gems and a lot of things to think about. A lot of, you know, just your, your perspective
1: mm-hmm.
0: what mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. wanted to try to get out of this. You know podcast this interview um any last you know if, if there's one thing else that you you could say to anybody out there that's you know they may not see the they may not see the way that they can get to where they're trying to go you know mm. we're in a pandemic there are a lot of people that are mm. out of work um there are a lot of people that are at you know just the the end of their <laughs> yeah. Their, They're, they're, you know, um, end of the line, you know, um, just willpower, you know, and just frustrated. They're down. They, you know, and they just may not see, be able to see that right now, you know. They just may not Mm -hmm. be able to see that, even that gold. It may seem so far away. It may seem so distant. It may seem so, you know, Mm -hmm. far-fetched at this point.
1: Yeah.
0: Is there anything that you, you would, you know, for people like that, maybe? How,
1: how would, you, I'll, would say,
2: you say? I'll say what I always say, and I think I've probably said that to you before. Um, think of a time in your life, something difficult you went through in the past, a time when you thought you would never get through that, a time you thought at that moment that you thought it was the most difficult thing you had ever been through. And think about the fact that now it's in the past and you got through it. Right. You might right. not know how you got through it, but you did get through it because you're right. here today and you're able to right. talk about it.
1: Right. So
2: also, where you are today, at some point in the future, you are going to be able to look back and say, wow, I got through this. Let that be an encouragement. That's how I always encourage myself.
1: Right.
2: Let that be an encouragement. So even if people are telling you everything's going to be okay and you don't believe it, you don't see it just remember that there was a time you thought that you were going through something difficult and you got through it. So encourage yourself with that. And of course, you know that God loves you. He's looking out for you, even though you don't feel like it, you know, he is looking out for you and he loves you. That's all I will say. That's
0: awesome. And um, I, I can actually remember, you know, <laughs> when, when you told me that, <laughs> Um, in the past right (laughs) right right no i I remember through that yeah it was a very difficult time i was going through just a lot in my life Mm -hmm. and i was i was between jobs and i just couldn't i couldn't see past that moment right and i remember when i when you you would call me i wouldn't you i wouldn't even i wasn't the one calling you you but you knew that i was going through a rough time and yeah kept on checking on me which i appreciate again um yeah but you would call me and you just say hey how are you doing and i would just express you know just how frustrated i was and this mm-hmm. and that and i remember you told me take vacation <laughs> you know and <laughs> you're,
2: <laughs> you're like so- are you crazy <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> like, i miss
2: you-, you took that vacation <laughs>
0: actually like i'm just looking back like man <laughs> You know, because mm-hmm. by the time you told me, yeah, go and mm-hmm. take go on vacation, and I'm like, how can? I? <laughs> but no, by the time you know I got into, you know, my job, and everything <laughs> just starts rolling, and I'm like, gosh, she was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, no, that that's awesome. You know, the you know being able to to have someone, you know, that can yeah. tell you things like that and just say hey it's gonna be okay don't get don't get stuck in, don't get stuck in these weeds you know don't get mm-hmm. stuck, you know don't don't lose don't lose sight of the big picture because of that's the right. moment that you're going through you know yep. and i appreciate that you've been able to do that with me in the past and um and that's been amazing thank you so much again i know <laughs> i know we've been uh, talking about doing this and again even yeah. though it's your daughter's birthday you took the time out <laughs> to, to still yeah thank you thank you thank you it's been it's been a pleasure um yeah thank you thank you thank you it's been it's been a pleasure um for for do you want to drop well I'll tag you you know in, on your Instagram page but do you want to put that out
1: so yeah to follow I mean,
2: of course of course anything to i mean i love what you're doing it's a good thing you, you know usually we interview people who are huge <laughs> i don't consider myself huge but so i'm honored i mean anything to um right. further your dream of course i'll do that
0: thank i appreciate you. it uh, thank you so much again it's been a pleasure it's been an absolute pleasure uh we will thank you we will catch you all on the next episode uh, right. thank you for tuning in and thank you all have a good night
1: Bye.